The Blue Jackets won a game. They have a three-game point streak going, uh, and today we're going to talk about that. We're going to see if they can keep it up against Vancouver. That's what coming up today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news stories, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And for once, we're not going to be talking a whole lot about that last one here on uh, Locked On Blue Jackets, about your favourite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked Up Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. Uh, If you haven't hit subscribe yet, please feel free to do so. It helps me out. It helps you out. You get notified when every episode goes live. Everyone wins, uh, including the Blue Jackets. So we're going to talk about that in just a second. I also want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the Locked Up Podcast Network. Make every moment more and visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. So we've got to talk about that win. Because, I'm not going to lie, unexpected uh, in in many different ways. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Kent Johnson and the youth movement. Um, Kent Johnson with that overtime goal. He just loves to score overtime game-winning goals in, uh, in Rogers Place in Edmonton, I guess. Uh, his last goal there was the gold medal winning goal in the World Juniors in August, um, the the rescheduled one. So clearly he loves a big stage like that. Um, really great to see him score a goal. It's been a minute. Um, he had an assist on Kirill Marchenko's goal as well. And uh, he's up to 23 points on the season, uh, which you uh, you love to see it. I'm just going to check what the, the rookie scoring record is. I don't think he'll break it. Um, but it's uh, it's worth looking at. Um, the rookie goal record is 20, which, I mean, Kirill Marchenko could, could hit that, frankly. Um, he's played 25 games. He's got 11 goals. Um, they've got... 30-something games left, like, if he scores a goal every three games, then he's there, um, which is extremely, extremely fun. Um, the rookie record is 48 points, um, set by Pierre-Luc Dubois, so, uh, Ken Johnson, I don't think he's on pace for that, but I think he might get... He might get close. Uh, he's currently on pace for 41 points. Um, if he plays every game, knock on wood, for the rest of the season, uh, he's on pace for 16 goals, 25 assists, for 41 points, which would put him uh, third, just above Rick Nash, for uh, most rookie points, which, I mean, will he win the Calder? Probably not, but I think it's definitely, uh, his rookie season has definitely been a huge Huge success. Uh, same for Kirill Marchenko. He had to wait a little bit to get his chance. I do wonder what it would look like had uh, Marchenko been in the lineup from the beginning 
but I mean, if wishes were fishes, etc. Um, I don't know what I was. I don't know where I was going with that. But my point is, Marchenko Johnson, the future is looking real, real bright, and uh, they're even getting enough ice time as well. Um, if we look at the the ice time, I uh, I know this because I looked it up at the end of the game. Uh, Marchenko got 16 minutes, Johnson got 16.28. So, you know, it's amazing what happens if you give your best play, your your good players more ice. Um, I will say, uh, Gus Nyquist uh, only played 3.33. He left in the first period due to an injury. Uh, Foodie only played 7.42. And Mathieu Olivier only played 8. 51. He's really been in the, the doghouse recently, and I'm not sure why. I don't know if it's that he keeps getting in fights, and obviously he's missing time for that, uh, but obviously he missed a bunch of uh, the Sharks game, missed a bunch of the Flames game because he was just sitting on the bench, and it looks like he spent a bunch of time on the, on the bench for this game as well. Um, let's see if I can find out when his last shift was. But I feel bad, kind of, for Olivier, but honestly, I think this is the right move. I think he's more effective the less he plays. Um, this has kind of been my my argument all along, um, but it's reassuring to see. Uh, yeah, Mathieu Olivier, his last shift was about, was just after the first goal well the first Edmonton goal excuse me um he played oh no he played he had one more shift after that so uh yeah after the third period uh do, 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 yeah he didn't play very much at all um no power kill no power kill no penalty kill no power play um just, yeah, he's uh, really in the bad books at the minute, which is, is I'm okay with it, frankly. Um, I think I would rather his ice time go to someone like Marchenko, who's scoring, someone like Johnson, who's continuing to grow and grow. Um, it's great to see Cole Sillinger getting both some power play time and uh, almost 16 minutes of ice time. Um, hopefully he can really get his season back on track soon. Um, it's been... It's been a fun couple of games. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, special teams in just a second. But first, I've got to tell you about uh, our new sponsor, which we are super, super excited about. Uh, and that's FanDuel. Uh, we're really excited about them because they're the number one sportsbook in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. You have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. And uh, you can join today to get started with $150 in guaranteed free bets when you place your first $5 bet. That is $150 for you when you give them $5. Like, that's a really, really good deal. All you have to do is sign up at fanduel.com slash locked on and uh, put some money on the Blue Jackets, taking it to the Vancouver Canucks tonight. Um... Blue Jackets riding high, three-game point streak, two wins and an overtime loss. 
they feel like the favourites on a Van- against a Vancouver team that is struggling at the minute, and it's all on an app that's safe, secure, and easy to use. So don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets at fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. So special teams was uh, was good. Um, it was... Well, I say special teams was good. Uh, the Oilers scored on the only power play opportunity that they had, which if you're going to let the, the top power play like do stuff, then uh, you get what you deserve, you know? Um, they held McDa- Connor McDavid to one point all night, which I think is pretty good. They held Leon Dreisaitl to zero points, but that one power play goal from Zach Hyman, um, that made it 2-1 to... The Oilers, the Blue Jackets got it back, but uh, honestly, good work in terms of discipline. Um, Edmonton took two minor penalties. The Blue Jackets didn't score on either of them. Um, the Blue Jackets only took one minor penalty. So I guess when special when I say special teams were good, I mean the opposite of that. Special teams were bad. Uh, the penalty kill was zero for one, and the power play was zero for two. But holding the Oilers to one penalty... I think, is definitely a good thing. It's a good sign. Um, Blue Jackets, the the officiating was a mess in the Flames game, so I'm glad that either it got figured out or the Blue Jackets were just a little bit more disciplined. Um, both things can be true, and I think um, limiting the ice time of players that typically take more penalties than others uh, definitely helps. Um, although I know Sean Corrales, I believe, is still leading the team in penalty minutes. Um, he played 15 minutes, but again, didn't take a penalty in this game, so we'll allow it. Um, something that the Blue Jackets really need to figure out is uh, face-offs. They got out face-offed by literally everyone. Uh, Jack Rostovic led the way with face-offs with 56%, uh, Boone Jenner at 46 Cole Sillinger at 43 and Sean Corrales at 33 um, on the other side of things, uh, Derek Ryan went 67% in face-offs. Uh, Dreisaitl went 63. McDavid, oh, McDavid did not have a good night in the dot. He went 33%. Uh, Nugent Hopkins went 63%. And Ryan McLeod went 58%. And then Matthias Janmark went 50%. So they had a lot more guys taking face-offs um, than the Blue Jackets. But Leon Dreisaitl and Derek Ryan really, and uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, excuse me, really doing the heavy lifting there. Um, a poor night for McDavid. Frankly, it was kind of a poor night for McDavid overall. His only assist came on the power play. Uh, He had three shots on goal, two hits, four giveaways, and uh, he only played 41 seconds on the the power play. Um, Very bizarre. Very weird. Just a very off night for McDavid in general, which I'm not going to complain. It happens. I'm glad that it happened. If it's going to happen, I'm glad it happened to us uh, because I feel like uh, McDavid uh, on his, uh, you know, Conor McDavid on his best day is the best player in this league by a very wide margin. And I'm glad that they only held him to one point. Um, the Oilers are a good team. I was not expecting this result at all. Uh, obviously, I'm thrilled, super excited. Um, great to see. Line A get an assist, uh, great to see Marchenko scoring, uh, 11 goals, 0 assists now, by the way, which is hilarious. Um, I need to look into what the record is for most goals in a season without getting an assist, because um, I think it's going to be friggin' hilarious. 
Um, again, Ken Johnson, the MVP of of the game for me, uh, assisted on the game tying goal and then scored the game winning goal. Just again, you really you really love to see it. Uh, someone I didn't mention as well, uh, Adam Boquist uh, got his eighth point of the season, uh, which I believe all of those are since returning from a bro- uh, a broken um, a broken foot. So he's actually got nine, nine points on the year, excuse me. Um, and they are, yes, they are all since January, uh, December 31st. Um, he has scored in all, every game, he, uh, he's not scored, but he's got an assist in every game since his return, except for four of them, um, which... One of them was a shutout, so <laughs> technically no one scored in that one, but again, really, really great to see him kind of bringing that offensive side of his game. He had two assists last night, um, or not last night, Wednesday night, um, and only played 12.40, which was the lowest of any defenseman by a big margin, so maybe a little concerning, but great to see him finding his way offensively and hopefully that translates to some goals I think if he can really get the power play going I think that's going to be a huge huge help and uh yeah overall really happy with that game really really happy with that game um we're going to talk about the Canucks in a minute uh because that is what is next up for the Blue Jackets and uh, the Canucks are kind of in a similar boat to the Blue Jackets, except somehow worse. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that in a minute here on Locked on Blue Jackets. So, Canucks, they are 19-26-3 on the season. They are 2-8 in their last 10. They won their... Um, their first game under their new head coach, which that was a whole mess. I'm not going to get into the Bruce Boudreaux of it all, but man, what a what a mess. I know that I've had my complaints about Brad Larson this season and, you know, about the general coaching of the team and the, the management decisions that have been made, but my God, I am glad that we are not Vancouver um, because it sounds like it's just, just a nightmare over there. So, you know... It could be. It could always be worse. Blue Jackets fans, um, you could be a Canucks fan. Um, Quinn Hughes has five points in his last five games. Four of those are assists. Uh, uh, Andre Kuzmenko, who just signed a big uh, extension, which again sure was a choice, has four goals in his last five games. Um, something interesting to note is that their penalty kill is the worst in the league. Um, the Blue Jackets are still sitting at thirty-first on the power play. So is this maybe a chance for the Blue Jackets to improve on their power play, to get that power play going. Who knows? Um, Patrick Liner has seven points in his last five games. Bujena has three goals. Goudreau has five assists. Like, the the top line is rolling. The stars are scoring. It's what you want to see. And uh, the goaltending as well. Jonas Corposalo has improved to 8-8-2 eight, eight, on the year. He's at a 9-10 save percentage. Uh, he, I assume... Actually, I assume Muslikins will be starting this game because they play Seattle tomorrow. So, who knows? Um, I'm expecting 
I'm expecting big things. Um, I'm expecting big things from Ken Johnson, specifically. Uh, he's, again, he had two points on the night against Edmonton. He's playing in his hometown. Te- he's playing in his hometown. Uh, I believe this is his first game in Vancouver uh, as a Blue Jacket. So, big night for him. Expecting big things. Um, I might have him as my pick to, to open the scoring. Um, but it's it feels like it might be a... Uh, a high-scoring affair because the the Blue Jackets are 30th in the league in goals against per game and the Canucks are 31st. So, again, I feel like I've guessed this for like the last three games in a row, but it feels like it's going to be like a 5-4 final. Um, which way? Who's to say? Uh, the Blue Jackets got their first win of the season against the Canucks uh, way back in October after going down 2-1. Um... After going down 2 nothing, excuse me, going back up to tie the game and then going down again 3-2 before uh, Gaudreau tied the game and then Vladislav Gavrikov scored his first of the season to win it in overtime. Will it go to overtime for a third game in a row? There's just no way to know, but it wouldn't surprise me if it's like a 5-4 overtime win. For the Blue Jackets, I think I'm going to pick the Blue Jackets. Um, I think the Canucks are reeling at the minute. They don't know whether they're coming or going. The new coach bump hasn't kicked in yet, if it ever will. So my money is on the Blue Jackets and uh, on Ken Johnson scoring the first goal of the game, or at least the first goal of the game for the Blue Jackets. So uh, that's kind of all I've got for you today. Uh, tomorrow we will have a, a show. Uh, we will be talking about tonight's game. Uh, hopefully it's a good one. There's just, again, there's no way to know, but we'll be breaking down tonight's game. We'll be looking ahead to the game against Seattle. That's coming up tomorrow. Uh, I have been Jay Foster are here on Locked on Blue Jackets. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. And uh, until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.